Hi guys, welcome back for another episode of Gossip Girlies. I'm Cassie. And I'm Kristen. And we, of course, would be doing the world a disservice if the first thing we didn't talk about was basically the thing that has any, you don't even have to be a huge Bravoer or Mm -hmm. a huge Vanderpumps fan to have heard about Mr. Tom Sandoval holding us tightly by the neck right now. As someone who is very firmly not a Bravo follower, I have seen nothing but Vanderpump gossip and seen so much stuff about all of these people Mm -hmm. who have been watching Vanderpump all along and are now like, oh my God, this is the craziest thing that's ever happened. Yes. I have no idea what's going on slash happened. So you're going to have to walk me through this as if I'm five years old. Okay, first I will apologize for the dog fight that is going on um, in my apartment complex, in case you guys can hear that, um, and the retaliations of my seven-pound dog trying to join in. Um, But what I will say is I did watch Vanderpump Rules in the beginning. I did, and I really liked it. Um, It's it's just, like, so funny to watch because it's, like, literally just people who, like, sorry, hold on. It's like a being on a Zoom call with someone and their kid is like going crazy in the background and they oh have to God. like pause the call to parent the kid. I know. Well, I'm just like, can y'all like control your dogs out there? Like mine was being a sweet baby angel. As per usual. <clears throat> Back to character. So as I was saying, yes, I did watch it. It's just fun to see because it's like literally these people who just worked at Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants and like they just put it on TV. Like these are like literally joe schmoes off the street like they had no like of course they were all in beverly hills la like because they wanted to be famous but like they were just serving up fucking cocktails at uh pump and sir okay so it's a it's kind of like the same concept as below deck where it's just like these regular people but it's like the drama of their lives Exactly, because they're all just such a hot mess, like just Mm -hmm. such a hot mess. So I honestly stopped watching um, probably around the time that Stassi left. Um, I know that she was a bit problematic. Uh, She got canceled there briefly um, for some racist comments. So RIP Stassi, she's about Mm -hmm. to have her second baby. Um, So I think her and her husband are doing fine. So that's great. Um, But that's probably, I really liked Stassi. She brought, she was like, sassy Uh kind of mean kind of a bitch but also like she had a very similar sense of humor to us like very dry sarcastic a little bit dark so I think that's why I enjoyed her presence on the show so I haven't watched in a couple of seasons but these are all the same characters that have been on since the beginning so in case you literally live 1700 million light years away and don't know what I'm talking about this week it broke that Tom Sandoval cheated on his girlfriend, Ariana, of either nine or ten years with Raquel. Are these Excuse me, we're calling her Rachel now. She's Rachel. Okay. Are these all restaurant employees? So, yes, the majority of them are. So Tom was an OG. Okay. He's been a bartender at 
I think he was at Sir. He started at Sir. Um, and now with another Tom on the show, which I understand is quite confusing for an outsider, they usually call him by their last name. So this Tom in particular that is accused of the cheating allegations is Sandoval. Okay. And the other one is Schwartz. Okay. And so they do have a restaurant now together with Miss Vanderpump called Tom Tom. Um, and they have another one too, but I hadn't ever heard of it. So that's kind of irrelevant. But anyway, so Tom Sandoval was an OG. He had been mm -hmm. on the show since it started. Ariana, his girlfriend of nine years, she, I can't remember if she worked at another restaurant of Lisa's that wasn't on the show or how she got into the Sir mix, but essentially they brought her over to Sir to work as a bartender as well. So they've been dating pretty much since Ariana showed up on the scene. Now, Miss Rachel, aka Raquel, has never worked there, but she dated another problematic problematic individual, James Kennedy, who was a DJ at Sir and got fired about 700 times, but <laughs> that's beside the point. Um, and so that's how she got her way into the friend group. She never actually worked for she, Lisa. Though. She's like a groupie, a restaurant groupie. <laughs> A groupie is an understatement. Like, literally would show up to Tom Tom. Actually recently showed up to BravoCon in a Tom Tom sweatshirt. <laughs> like, girl. Like, like, I don't even know why she stayed on the show. Like, her and James got engaged, but they broke up. Like, like what, what are you doing here other yeah. than being thirsty? Yeah. So she's just a menace. And yes. so tom cheated on her recently so she actually just like she, when we found out ariana found out so like it's been like a week that ariana has known this they also own a like two million dollar home together that they bought somewhat recently oh my um, gosh <clears throat> there were actually some um details that were revealed that i thought were quite scandalous um so of course miss Rachel I'm not calling her Raquel anymore I'm sorry her okay so essentially her real name is actually Rachel but mm -hmm. she changed it to Raquel to be more interesting on the show okay I feel like that says a lot about her character so exactly. thank you for giving us that insight yes so basically the timeline that we're working with is that they started the affair last summer oh gosh so gosh where to begin really truly where to begin so According to producers, they have filmed a conversation between Sandoval and Ariana. Mm -hmm. Ariana left the conversation saying that she felt very gaslit, that he wasn't really actually being apologetic, that he wasn't really owning up to anything. Essentially, he said the reason that he didn't tell her was two reasons, and both reasons are absolutely ridiculous. The first one being that she had lost her grandmother at the end of well summer-ish of 2022 september and he was concerned about her mental state hmm. <clears throat> and the second one was that they had just bought the house together and he didn't want to you know deal with all that so he went forward with buying the house yep yep and, and you know he just was like oh i'm cheating on her but we have a home together i just can't break up with her so how do we feel about Ariana? Like, is it double as bad because we really love her or what's the deal? I will say I didn't love Ariana, but she's definitely a fan favorite. Okay. A lot of people do like Ariana. Um, and Miss Lala Kent is putting her neck on the line for Miss Ariana. Let me tell you. Oh my gosh. She, 
she's ready to fight a bitch is basically and lala can't will fight a bitch yeah Um, she's definitely a little scary so if i was rachel i would be mortified um so you know basically they had that conversation um his apology that he like made public was basically like hey um i know that i fucked up but like can you leave um my employees alone like can you stop like apparently one of his business partners is trying to leave the restaurant because of this um apparently like schwartz which is the other tom and like his other friends and employees and stuff are being harassed because of this situation mm-hmm. um never did he say i'm so sorry to my girlfriend of nine years or i made a mistake or i'm mm-hmm. so sorry none of that mm-hmm. no it was just please don't bother my friends and my employees and my business partners wow okay um so do we have any indication of where the relationship is going to go from here? Like, are they going to uh, reconcile or what? Okay. So allegedly what we heard early in, earlier in the week was that they were going to try and have a relationship. He was spotted after filming at Rachel's apartment, like this past Saturday, all of that. But wait, he was at Rachel's apartment? Yeah, they're trying to move forward with this whole relationship. Like, he's leaving Ariana, and he is going to be with Rachel, a.k.a. Raquel. Oh, see, that's... Okay, okay, because that's what I was trying to understand is that like he doesn't say i'm sorry but like is he gonna is she gonna stay with him but obviously not like they're done yeah they're done um but so a newish development um i'm not entirely sure what this is gonna do for the two lovebirds (laughs) but so rachel aka raquel and sandoval apparently shared a pr team probably because all of the vanderpump rules people just like went to one pr team and were like whatever Mm -hmm. um and she actually fired them i read the post today but i'm not sure that it was actually posted or released today this information so Mm -hmm. in the past i would say like one to two days she fired them and hired a new pr team who is um apparently ariana just to back up a little bit i'm sorry i know i'm getting scattered brain but it's just like so much stuff right so ariana found out because she found some inappropriate texts between raquel and sandoval Mm -hmm. including a recording of a um spicy facetime between the two of them okay i think i can use my imagination to determine what that might be um, the term, and I, I'm sorry, I don't know if I can say this on the internet, but um, finger banging was used <laughs> in the description of the video from people who saw it. Um, but essentially, her team is basically being like, "This was taken without her consent." Um, Raquel's team is Rachel's team is saying that. Yes, they're saying that she oh. did not consent to this FaceTime being recorded. She did not know that it was recorded. So there's kind of two sides. Like people are saying like, oh, this is typical Raquel, Rachel. Like she's trying to play the victim in the whole situation now that everything's blown up. But then yeah. of course there are people who are like, oh, but like she is a victim. Like she didn't know she was being recorded. Like this is illegal and all this kind of stuff. And I'm kind of torn, honestly, because I'm like, yeah, that's fucked up that he would record that. But also at this point, it's like, do I believe her that she didn't know she was being recorded? 
or is it just because people found out? So was that, is that what they were texting about too? Was like that she did not know that he was filming? Like, you know, what was the context around the video? So I guess Ariana, like once she saw the text messages that were like inappropriate between them, maybe she went to like his photos or something to see if he had like any pictures of them together and found the recording um, of their spicy FaceTime. Yeah, I mean, that is shady. That is shady. But obviously, she's not hurt to the point where she's not going to be with him. Well, you know, the last time we saw them together was, or at least, you know, we saw him leaving her apartment was Saturday. I don't know that the two have been seen together since. Mm -hmm. Um, Raquel has definitely made no public anything. She has not said anything. She has not done anything. Mm -hmm. So we don't really know where she's at at this point. Um, And also before this whole thing blew up there were actually rumors that she was trying to get together with the other tom and so it's one of those things where it's like okay so you were literally having an affair with with sandoval who Mm -hmm. has been dating someone for nine years Mm -hmm. and during that period you thought it might be a good time to like see if me and schwartz can get together now that he's divorced from his wife who he had been with for 12 years like Make it make sense. Make the math math. Like none of it is coming together. So at this point, I'm just like, I think Raquel is batshit fucking crazy, which I will say I felt from the beginning. She's one of those girls, Kristen. Have you looked at a photo of her? No. Should I? You should, because you look at her and you just immediately know. You're like, do not get this bitch pregnant. Like she will ruin your life. Rachel Vanderpump. Oh 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 yeah yeah and the fact that she was even dating james kennedy and was willing to be engaged to this man like kristen he was nuts like (laughs) absolutely fucking nuts like we should have known if she was willing to marry this man oh yeah i'm looking at a picture of him now with like the really defined like cheekbones yeah he's like british or something i don't know but i mean he's nuts oh my goodness Oh, yeah, I get a lot of chaotic energy from her. Oh, oh, yes. Indeed. Indeed. So back to, like, the two Tom situation, I wonder mm-hmm. how that went down. Like, it, I mean, I'm assuming she cut it off with, with Tom Schwartz, but it's like, thank you for your attention, but now the one that I want is actually going to be with me. So, like, ta-ta. I, you know, it's like one of those things where like all of this information is so crazy that I'm just like, did Sandoval tell you like, hey, maybe hit on Schwartz so people don't get suspicious about us? Or like, did they get into a fight and she was trying to be like spicy and that's why he ended up having to tell Schwartz that they were dating or whatever? It's just, it's too much. It's too much. This is a lot to take in. Um, Thank you for indulging me um so uh, all of this will be featured on the show is that right Yes, they're recording it right now for i think it's season 10 okay where do they live new york no it's um beverly hills okay okay so la whatever so do they have do they also have a lot of like beverly hills personality to them you know yes and no Tom Sandoval, this is no man to be ruining lives over. Like, there was a point where this dude literally had, like, a full-ass, like, Pepe Le Pew, like, the 
the cartoon skunk <laughs> whole hairdo it was like literally shaved on his right side and he had like a whole thing and it was like down to his shoulder and it was like dyed black with like one blonde streak in it <laughs> like come on guys like come on you said it looked like a skunk yes it was all, <laughs> oh, hold on I, I like I now I have to show you this picture because you're just gonna like oh let me see I wonder how I could even look this up I mean, sometimes I do feel bad for men because they can be, now there's a dog fight happening in my apartment. Oh, goodness. The world's um, falling apart. Men are like kind of limited in what they can do with their hair. So, you know, I can get down with a creative hairstyle, but not No, not skunk. this. Not this. Trust me. I'm excited to see what you're I know. Doing. I'm like, I don't even know. I'm like Tom Sandoval, black hair side swoop. Like, I'm like, I don't know what to put in. Okay, let's that see. That is hilarious. Well, even just looking at pictures of Rachel, I can see that she has changed throughout the years. Oh yeah, she's definitely had some some work done between, <laughs> between work and hair coloring. Like there, she almost like you can't even oh, this like isn't even tell that's good. her. Oh my god! Like this is literally him. <laughs> Oh my god! Not, oh my god! And the depiction of it, I feel like the other side is shaved. Yes. <gasps> this is like tragic. It looks it's, like a mop. Also, this is him. <laughs> um, when he dressed up like a woman. See, this is no man that deserves women fighting over. I was gonna say this is this is a man who we're fighting over. I know this is a disgrace to womanhood. So there's no way, like they're not like waiters still, are they? Oh, oh yeah, like they're, they're still, still like, waiters. Yeah, like they're still bartending and stuff at at Sir. Like so, as far as I know, they're still like average Joes, kind of. I mean, yeah, like the Toms, of course, have since um you know, open their own businesses or whatever. And I guess they're mm -hmm. like influencers and things. Um, but I imagine, I mean, like I said, I haven't watched the show in a little bit, but I have to imagine that they're still involved in the restaurant somehow. Like what would yeah. be the point of continuing Vanderpump rules when the whole premise was that they worked for Lisa Vanderpump if they no longer work for Lisa Vanderpump? Yeah. I just didn't know since sure. like they started at, at in like service positions but now that they're like pseudo famous yeah if they've I mean, like maybe. moved on to bigger and better things but that would like you said like that would kind of defeat the whole purpose of the show yeah so maybe i'm honestly not sure i haven't watched in a while they're also talking about bringing oh my gosh i wish oh my gosh kristen i wish you watched the show because they're trying to bring kristen back on kristen doty is her name yeah and that bitch is fucking crazy she dated sandoval for years and years and years and years and years and cheated on him with his best friend wait but, before ariana oh yeah before before ariana yeah wow this man uh, might i add this man is almost 40 years old he is 39 years old and he's already had two nine-year-long relationships with yep, and he's about to start another one with miss raquel who i believe is our age 28 <gasps> Oh my gosh, honey, you need to settle down. I mean, can you imagine acting like this at 40 years old? Yeah. 
I mean, every relationship is different. Who am I to say? But like, it is kind of a red flag too that he's been dating her for nine years and like hasn't put a ring on it or anything. Mm-hmm. Like I said, and some people are, you know, just like straight up, I don't want to get married ever. You know, I respect that. But it is kind of sus. Like yeah. after nine years, you don't want to do why well, I guess they had this house together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was what was binding them together. But still, it's just weird after such a long time. I know. None of it makes sense, honestly. But I mean, if he didn't want to dissolve a mortgage, he obviously wouldn't want to dissolve a marriage. So <laughs> he's like, thank God I didn't marry the bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So it seems to me then that this is a what are they like an all an ongoing situation where like yes. Like the fact that you're saying things that like we're just now hearing that such and such is happening. So mm-hmm. this is gonna this might be like a long term ordeal. Oh, for sure. Because I mean it really just broke like a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was this weekend. I can't remember exactly. But yeah. you know, there's gonna be so many people that we're just like sitting here waiting to hear from. It's like Sandoval, are you actually gonna say something worthwhile? Like Raquel, yeah. are you gonna say anything like are you know is the production team gonna make y'all stay quiet until the show comes out mm-hmm. I don't really know but it seems like a lot of information is leaking just because I mean we heard about the the finger banging so I feel like <laughs> you know there's a leak in the camp and we're gonna get what we can yeah yeah it's incredible though just like all of the people that I've seen like coming out of the woodwork to talk about Vanderpump like I've I've been seeing it everywhere like Chrissy Mm -hmm. Teigen posted something about it well she's just like a big bravo girly yeah um I was watching one of my favorite youtubers today she is someone is asking her like oh my god what do you think of the Vanderpump drama and she's like I haven't watched it in a while I don't know but maybe I'll start watching again (laughs) I mean as soon as season 10 comes out you best believe I will be watching it Mm -hmm. I mean I won't be catching up so to speak but I will definitely be watching the new season yeah Okay, well, thank you for this primer because I feel like all this information that you have given me, it will give me the background that I need to, like, follow the tea from here. Yes, yes, of course. Um, Love to lay a good base, nice base, baseline. So it is my understanding that you have recently watched a certain murder documentary. Is that true? Indeed it is. Would you like to tell us about your experience? I I would take great pleasure in doing so go off the mic is yours queen so we're talking about the murder murder documentary what was it called murder uh i think it's just like murder murder yeah 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 yeah. something like that i can get the real title anyway uh 10 out of 10 would recommend wow i thoroughly enjoyed it i felt like it also kind of provided so much context to even the trial and just you know it's like we all knew like papa um had been accused of killing a woman and you know we had heard that you know there were other murders kind of tied to the murdoch family but Mm -hmm. like i just didn't have full understanding and context to it so watching this documentary it just like it just opened my eyes to everything yeah so it's called murder murders a southern scandal okay i was so close i said murder murder yeah it had something to do with that 
Um, One thing that I must address before we get into it, though, is why is this man's name spelled A-L-E-X? His name is Alec. Yeah, and Murdoch, too. I don't know. I, I think it's just because, like... I think their accents have a lot to do with it. The way that they sell, the way that they say, because it, they say it like Alec, Alec, like it's remember, like an E almost. I feel like the first time I heard about like the actual trial coming about, I kept hearing Alex Murdaugh. Mm-hmm. and I was like, "Who the hell is Alex Murdaugh?" And then I finally heard someone say Alec Murdoch, and I was like, "Oh, that guy!" It like clicked yeah. to me, and I thought maybe watching the documentary, I was like, "This is where we're gonna get clarity about how the hell you say this man's name." And every single one of them said Alec Murdoch. Yep. Yeah. I really like. I couldn't care less about the pronunciation. I know some people are like, like the YouTuber I was talking about, she's very much into like calling them out, Al- calling him Alec Murdoch because that's what he says his name is. But I'm like, mm-hmm. that's just, it, it, I'm an English speaking human where if I say, like, if I read that, like that, I'm going to say Alex Murdoch. So yes. nine times I, out of 10, I say Murdoch. Yes. Um, But I'm curious to hear, did you like the documentary as much as I did? I did, yes, because especially as someone who I picked this case up relatively recently, like just with the murder trial, and I had like heard bits and pieces about, you know, the roadside shooting and Mm -hmm. the boat crash and all that other stuff. It was such a good like introduction, the way that they like covered all all of the other craziness Mm -hmm. that happened leading up to the murder because it did like that's basically when it it like stops at the murder pretty much Um, yeah and they don't talk anything about the the trial or anything um but I think it gives you like an even better understanding of this family and how powerful they were and the Mm -hmm. lengths that they would go to lie and Mm -hmm. like protect themselves protect their kids um it was it was very, but then it was also really freaking sad to like hear all these people talk about losing their friend Paul and losing their friend Mallory and like yeah. how like they had their cute little friend group and then it just got destroyed. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you said, like I kind of heard, like I knew about his son. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'd heard about the maid, the housekeeper or whatever, but I didn't know about, um, I think his name was Steven. Yep. Steven Smith. The hit and run. Yeah. Quote right. Unquote. Um, so it really was like, and hearing first account stories of it. And like, I, I grew up in a small town. You grew up in a small town. Like they said it in the documentary, but it's like, if there is a rumor that is continued to be told to you in the exact same way with the exact same information, it's no longer a rumor. Like mm-hmm. there is truth to what they're saying. Right. And hearing um Paul's girlfriend talk about the time that he got drunk and made her let him drive and ran the car off the road and flipped it and like threw her phone because she was trying to call 911 Mm -hmm. and had his parents and grandpa come pick up all the guns and clean up all the beer cans and essentially just tow away the car and no one ever heard anything about it it's just like how like how like this family is indestructible like how do you 
overcome a family like this. Right. And the way that they were trying to frame the other guy who was on boat, Connor, and mm-hmm. say that he was driving the boat instead of Paul, when like it was very obvious to everyone that Paul was the one driving. And they still maintain to this day, like because Alex, um, attorneys for the murder case, though they were supposed to represent Paul. Mm -hmm. in the boat case they're still maintaining that paul wasn't driving the boat and i'm like when will y'all just let like let shit go and just like tell the truth i know especially because um i guess it was someone who was like reopening every allegation against the murdoch family Mm -hmm. he was like we literally had i can't remember the terminology so excuse me you know professional boat metrics engineers whatever map out the way that everybody was sitting and literally they tried everything they could to show that this kid connor could have been driving that boat and it was not physically possible the mm-hmm. only person that could have been driving that boat was old papa and it was old papa <laughs> i just I, and his brother buster yeah. <laughs> no. It's so funny now on talk on TikTok. I feel like I see it like people just call him Papa or Bus, Bus, oh Bus, <laughs> and he really thought that he was gonna get up on that stand and refer to them as Papa, Bus, and Mags. Like all of us haven't been hearing hours upon hours of conversations that he's had, phone calls, all these other things, where never once he has referred to them as Papa and Bus. I really think he thought he was about to dupe all of us. He thought, I'm an extravagant lawyer and these people will see me cry on the stand and they will sympathize with me and think that there's no way I killed Pawpaw and Mags. There's no way. Right. And it it is interesting now because some of the jurors have spoken out publicly and that is like, at least from um, from the interviews that I've seen where basically they were like, he sat on the stand which was probably a mistake and he said don't do it (laughs) right and they were like we just knew that he was lying like he was just putting on a show and he was saying paul paul and like that that you know that it was gonna hit us that it was like endearing or you know whatever um but they were like we could like we could just tell and that that comes i feel like that is so that's saying a lot especially when they were the ones who were sitting like feet away from him and you can mm-hmm. just feel like the the fakeness mm-hmm. oh well i guess in case y'all haven't been keeping up um they did find him guilty um and the judge sentenced him to two consecutive life terms um mm-hmm. also really enjoyed the judge's speech at the end i know that they just kind of like ramble at the end but um I felt like he really had a hard time doing it. Like he knew Alec, he knew the family. I feel like it was really hard for him to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also came back in three hours. <laughs> so I'm going to have to eat crow on this one because I could not have been more wrong. Here I was last week seeing like, maybe we'll have a verdict um, by this time next week. I don't know. I don't think we will. I could not have been more wrong. Apparently they actually came to the, um, they got the verdict in 45 minutes and it just, you know, took that long to file all the paperwork and do all that nonsense. I could not have been more wrong. I know. Well, also I heard that the judge literally only sent them in there with like crackers and a bottle of water like like, (laughs) nah y'all ain't staying here all night like this is this is gonna be pretty quick yeah yeah 
Um, but I, I was just expecting. So in my defense, like we were talking about before, I feel like, and I can even like get this sense listening to the jurors and they're in these interviews being like, I don't know, just like all the evidence pointed to him and it just, you know, it all just made sense. To me, that is not like a conviction beyond reasonable doubt. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I personally still felt like there was a lot of reasonable doubt there and they like, just because there are no other leads on who did it, doesn't mean that he's the one who did it. Now I am in no way also defending Alec Murdoch at all. Um, but I just thought personally that there was a lot of reasonable doubt there. Like we talked about it, how it was like a Casey Anthony situation. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was very surprised. Um, but me, they also sat there for six weeks and heard every single second of testimony and they, you know, that's all, that's how long it took them. I think probably what really did him in, and we all know this, this is a fact, him getting on the stand, but it was some of the specific things that he said, like the judge brought this up in his sentencing where he was like, oh, the tangled webs we weave or whatever it was that he said exactly. And it's kind of like, why would you say that? Like, why would you say that? Mm -hmm. Like, right. And then him trying to like backtrack literally on the stand saying that things that the prosecutor was presenting to him that were literally documented that he said, he's like, oh, I don't think I said that. Yeah. And that, and then he lied about being in the kennel. Yes. And then we had the Snapchat and all of a sudden it was like, oh yeah, I guess I was there before I went to see my parents. Right. And that is a big point that one of the jurors made was like, how did he know exactly what time frame he needed to lie about? Um, because he admitted he admitted to lying about it, but how does he know exactly what time frame to lie about? Yeah. And also this did not sit with me right, but after the verdict, the defense team um did a press conference. Oh yeah. And the lead prosecutor, they, someone asked like, you know, how did you feel about Alec getting on the stand? And, you know, they were kind of like, they didn't straight up say like, well, we didn't tell him to do it, but <laughs> they were like, eh, you know, we thought that you get up there. And the, the lead defense attorney says he got on the stand because we thought he could pull it off, pull it off. I mean, that man in that whole interview, though, like, he had his, he had his sonnies on. He was kicking back. He was chilling. People were asking him questions and he wasn't answering. And the other guy had to jump in and be like, are you going to answer the question? And he's like, what question? Like, he was done. He was done. He was like, it's over. They said what they said. and I'm done here. Yeah. Well, the thing is that same team, they're all doing Alex financial crimes like those still have to like I think the judge said in his sentencing like because Judge Newman the judge who did the the uh-huh. murder trial he's doing all of Alex's cases because oh instead God. because he broke the law in so many different counties instead of having so many different counties mm-hmm. uh like you know so many different judges they're just mm-hmm. having this one judge Judge Newman do all of his mm-hmm. things he said he has 99 Yep. Pending cases yep. against Alec. Yep. Regardless if he was convicted of murder or not, he it's it wasn't looking good. Oh my gosh. I know. And it just 
words cannot describe a man like this like I one that one thing that I didn't really know about was um with the housekeeper or whatever I still Mm -hmm. I still don't know that I have a clear idea of like maybe why they had incentive to kill her I know they mentioned in the documentary that she found Alex pills which I'm assuming is probably a small piece of something else greater that she's probably found out about them but the fact that he sued himself to get money and said he was going to give it to her kids and then just Mm -hmm. didn't Mm -hmm. you didn't think you didn't think anything was going to come of that ever I guess that just also says how, you know, quote unquote, trusting he would like so many people trusted him. Mm-hmm. And it's a damn shame because now, like, at the end of the day, like, those people are legally entitled to their money. Like, you can't yeah. just be like, sorry, we don't have it. It's like, no, like, legally, like, I won $2 million in court. Yeah. Someone needs to pay it to me. So, you know, the law firm and all the other lawyers mm-hmm. and everything, they're on the hook for paying for it. And it's like, you selfish mf also what are you doing like stealing millions of dollars from people millions when you're millions. he and just when he was already making like a million a year anyways and just salary i know and then trying to like, play ugh. it off to us like it was his oxy addiction sir sir mm. how much oxycotton were you buying that you were spending even one million dollars a year mm-hmm he would they literally, said, he would have OD'd already if that was yes, the case. Yes. Even if you were buying the nicest oxy money could buy. <laughs> like this is not real. Like I cannot like this also goes to show just how dumb he really thinks the American people are, or just mm-hmm. people in general. He just thinks they're all so beneath him. He's like, if I sell this drug addiction they'll buy it they'll relate they're from small towns in southwest virginia that literally got hit by the opioid crisis like they're gonna relate to me it's like sir yeah i killed him but i was high on oxy so (laughs) he's like "Mm, maybe it was me maybe it wasn't i was high i don't know (laughs) um but going back to gloria satterfield did you know that they have permission to dig up her body I feel like I did remember hearing that. Um, I hope they do. And I hope they find something out because, you know, from what, um, God, all the girls had M names. Was it Morgan that dated Papa? Yes. (laughs) Okay. From what Morgan said, Papa really loved her. They were. Yeah. So I have a hard time believing he was involved. Um, the mom i don't know i don't know if she would really get that deeply involved in something like that like i feel like she probably definitely took advantage of what being a murdoch gave her mm-hmm. but i can't imagine that she actually participate participated in the shenanigans if you will well but like you said earlier when they got into the car accident they all showed up to That's the true. scene and also too i think she was a, a really present at the um boat crash scene that is but true. She, i i think it's, i think it's just by like association though like yeah. he's she's with alec and he's doing all all the shenanigans and i mm-hmm. think probably the power is getting to her head too and she thinks like oh i can do whatever i want too and if you listen to the if you listen to the 911 call when Gloria mm-hmm. falls down the stairs, so sus. Yeah, it's weird. So weird. They're like, um, yeah, um, I think she's like bleeding. 
like <laughs> from, from her, her head. head. Um, she's sometimes conscious. <laughs> she fell. Okay. <laughs> the, the I just had. Okay, this is just coming to me in this moment. So hear me out. Okay, so what we really learned from Morgan more than anything is that um. God, I really hate to say it, but um, it might be better off for the world that Papa is no longer here. I'm so sorry to say it, but he was a terrible person. He was somebody, a terrible person. Somebody had to say it. I'm here to say it, and I will stand by it. I said that a few weeks ago to my boyfriend. I was like, you know, Paul just sounds like he was kind of a bad dude. And yeah, I'm like, good riddance. So sorry for your loss, but he he was awful he did he had no regard for other people um so she also talked about how like with his drinking and stuff he turned into like a completely different person and was Mm -hmm. very violent so here i'm thinking maybe miss gloria was trying to say something to papa about his Mm -hmm. drinking and his behavior and he lashed out and he hit her pushed her something and that's why Miss Murdoch had to get involved because it always has something to do with her kids when she gets involved. If it's just Alex, she doesn't get fucked. She doesn't care. But when her <laughs> kids are involved, that's when she gets involved. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, maybe Papa did do it. That is a really interesting conspiracy because I think the timing also checks out too when he was in that like adolescent like late teenagerhood stage where mm-hmm. I'm sure like his drinking was starting to pick up. He was doing crazy shit with his guns, like mm-hmm. Lord knows whatever else. And like Morgan said, Gloria was basically like Papa's mom. Yeah. So if she, you know, said something or tried to hold him accountable, um, it is interesting though, because so she didn't die immediately. She right. was like in a coma for a few weeks and she mm-hmm. actually like, she, regain consciousness briefly after a few weeks and she said that the dogs pushed her down the stairs or whatever yeah yeah so it's weird but also like people if if, if it was go to great lengths to protect these people i know that's right and we can't forget about old buster okay we can't leave buster out of this we can't leave old bust out of this (laughs) can't leave him out So in addition to all of the murder and just absolute disgustingness, Mm -hmm. um, there was also a poor soul, Stephen, that was also allegedly killed in a hit and run. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm just going to add a little context about how his body was found literally in the middle of the road, like like right on the center yellow lines. His shoes were on. His shirt was on. His pants were on. There were no rips no road rash no 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 and it was like his head was injured but not like the back of his head Mm -hmm. make it make sense friends make it make sense it doesn't so they were alleging that bust and mr steven who was outwardly gay in the community Mm -hmm. which as you can imagine in a very small town in south carolina was not you know the easiest thing to do so props to him and i Mm -hmm. loved that they brought his friend on to talk about him a little bit and all that i thought that was very sweet yeah um that he was helping old bus with his schoolwork Mm -hmm. and other things (laughs) so really they're saying that old bus (laughs) (laughs) killed our man steven because people were gonna find out he was 
homosexual or involved with a man mm-hmm. and that was going to embarrass his family I mean, there is definitely something there. What you said earlier, it's like when you hear a rumor so many times, it's not like that started from thin air. Mm-hmm. Like there is always some truth in it. Yes, he was the guy who was reopening all the cases literally was calling randoms. Like, I mean, these were random informants. I can't remember what they called them exactly on there, but mm-hmm. there were like five, six, seven of them. And every single one of them said, well, you know, I don't know for sure, but I heard that Buster had something to do with it. I mean, they had police reports where every single time you saw someone reporting Buster in it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I know that they were tight with the police officers and all of that stuff that handled all the cases and everything. But I'm just like, my God, like, why is no one like it literally just went cold is what happened Mm -hmm. like it just disappeared they Mm -hmm. never talked about it again right it's not this i think the case also shed some light on the fact that like obviously the the police down there are kind of sus to begin with but i think a lot of it like isn't really their fault though because i like and I think they try to say this too, is like, you know, their tiny little police force isn't really equipped to handle really sensitive evidence in a double homicide case, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So it, it's like, in order to do like really hardcore investigations like that, when, you know, the death happened five years ago or whatever it is, um, you know, I think that they like lack the resources to mm-hmm. really do this investigation that needs to happen. But hopefully now that this is like shed some light on that, where it's like, yes, there are some things that are lacking, but this is what we can do to do better. And correct me if I'm wrong. Haven't they reopened both cases now? Uh, Gloria and Steven. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Hopefully there's some fucking justice. I mean, this man, he literally cannot get any more time but um (laughs) it would just be nice to know and you know what I was really really genuinely hoping was when Alec got found guilty and he knew he was about to serve those two consecutive life sentences I wish he just would have just fucking laid it out for us like I know like you know what you're right you're right I, my wife was running away from me and I said, pow, pow. And then my son was like, oh, you're killing mom. I'm going to go call the cops. Pow, pow. Like, mm-hmm. I just want you to admit it. Now, maybe he'll pull an OJ Simpson on us and write how he would have committed <laughs> the murders if he actually did it. Um, but it it just sucks with like the where we are now with crim- criminality, murder, whatever in mm-hmm. in this world that it's almost never there is a smoking gun like there's almost never one piece of evidence that just like is like wipe your hands clean done he's guilty right because while we all in our souls or i should say the majority of us i saw y'all free alex um you just don't know though like mm. we don't know like there's still like that little sound in your brain that's like yeah i know you really think he did it but like only he knows i know yeah and that's why i'm so shocked that they came back in 45 minutes because i'm like if if i were one of the jurors i would go in thinking like i'm like 85 percent sure that he did it but i'm gonna need one of y'all to like hold my feet to the fire and show me like get me to 100 yeah i mean from 
from what I've kind of heard, it sounds like the the Snapchat really was what did him in because mm-hmm. he was really holding tight to that alibi, that timeline. He was never down there. He was at his parents. And then all of a sudden it was proven that that was just completely untrue. I right. think that was probably like their quote unquote smoking gun. Like that was it for them. Like they heard right. that and they were like, he did it. Yeah. That's the key evidence. I mean, that's what, I mean, the investigation was going on for almost a year. They couldn't get Paul's phone unlocked Mm -hmm. for like a year. And that's why it took so long Yeah, because Apple is still being a bunch of assholes and like not helping the FBI unlock phones. So dead ass, like the FBI guy testified, like they dead ass, like have to try like every single possible combination of numbers to unlock Mm -hmm. someone's phone and they have to abide by the whole thing when it's like try again in five minutes like so it took them a legit year to break into paul's phone um the combination was probably like boob i don't know like (laughs) i'm sure it wasn't that complex it's pawpaw right (laughs) they say that they try you know their birthday friends birthdays whatever um But anyway, so that's what, like, Alec thought for a year, probably, that he got away with it. And it wasn't until they finally got the Snapchat video that they finally indicted him with the charges. Mm. And he's like, well, shit, how am I going to lie myself out of this one? Yeah, how do I get out of a Snapchat video? I know. So going back to what you were saying about, like, it's so hard now. We don't have smoking guns. It's even crazier because we have all like your phone is with you all the time. Your car is tracking everything. Your smart speakers listening to everything. Like it is so hard to just completely be like off the radar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it is like, like you were saying with Apple, like I know it's like their privacy agreements with users or whatever that makes it so hard to mm-hmm. like break. And it's like one of those things where you're kind of like, oh, that's nice to know, but it's also, like, this is a murder. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, cool to know that, like, it would be really hard for them to, like, get into my phone. Not that I'm going to do anything like Paul Paul <laughs> or Alec, but, um, you know, it's still one of those things where it's like, oh, my God, this is, like, literally, like, 500,000 murders. Like, let's just cut to the cut to the chase. Right. The person is deceased. We're not going to hack into their instagram and post embarrassing pictures like (laughs) we're literally the fbi please (laughs) please do something yeah so that just blew my mind the guy the guy was like there is no workaround like we just have to try until we get the right combination could you imagine that being your job at the fbi and just (laughs) you know you try 10 times and it's like oh wait five minutes oh my god I, I, couldn't, I could never I would literally be like I'm either quitting or killing myself yeah that I mean maybe they just get some interns to do it who are desperate and are like want to work for the FBI and they're like all right unlock this phone <laughs> you, you figure this out now <laughs> um Ugh. all I can say is just what a ride. I have the post-trial blues right now um because I was just so enthralled and it just like had even though like I said I was pretty sure that he did it it still just like had me thinking all day long like about Mm -hmm. the case and just all of the evidence that was presented so I'm like can we get another case to just like take America by storm Could someone else like murder their family for me thanks well so now I guess I need to get into the Idaho murders um because you know I'm talking about no I do not 
you you know about this it it was in like it was in november um four college students in Uh, idaho were all stabbed to death so that guy's trial is coming yeah that one's an interesting one too honestly um i think what i know so far is like maybe he had like dm'd one of the girls and she didn't answer or something yeah yeah definitely like stalkerish vibes like dm'd her and i think he would like he knew you know like some of their favorite bars that they would go to and he would like go to the bar too um so to me i mean this isn't it doesn't really seem like a big like question mark to me like it kind of definitely seems like he did it but <laughs> he you know he's not taking a plea deal or anything he's obviously gone to trial so but he like I, I don't remember exactly what I heard but like he's like got like a PhD in criminology or is like getting his PhD in criminology like this dude is in depth in the system mm-hmm. and I feel like I remember them talking about like his thesis or something was like about how to get away with the perfect crime or something like that i didn't know that part i definitely know he was working on getting his phd in uh criminology criminal justice whatever um and yeah so it's like i mean yeah he was on the loose for a solid like week or two but they eventually caught his ass in pennsylvania um but he like left his dna on stuff but some people were arguing though so they found him because he left a knife sheath at the crime scene and they mm-hmm. tested it for DNA. And they also got his, like, after they, after, you know, they got murdered, they asked for everyone's ring doorbell cams, obviously. And they like mm-hmm. found the car that was there around the time mm-hmm, that they were mm-hmm. murdered, you know, whatever. Um, Some people are saying that he like kind of wanted to get caught because it's like, are you a, like if you're obviously this big criminology guy what are you doing like testing the like, system yeah and i i heard too that he was wearing um vans at the time because you know how vans have like that like mm-hmm. crisscross Logo. pattern they yeah. it was snowing outside and they saw like vans tracks in the snow but then also there were two other roommates who were in the house at the time who were awake who were completely unharmed even though one of them came like face to face with him, he literally oh. didn't touch her and left, which is really weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm like, are you, are, like, are you literally testing the system? Like, were you just trying to see, like, if they would actually figure it out? Because if you were trying to do that, you would think you would at least try and be like sneakier, like put right. on one of the bitches' shoes and walk outside. <laughs> like, come on, that's like crime one on one. You don't ever wear your shoes. Right. Exactly um i mean granted like millions of people have vans but it's like that is such a recognizable like i i'm a shoe expert now because i could like find a shoe print and be like yep that's from a pair of vans that's vans for sure yeah and it's just leaving another thing that would be so easy to tie to you once they find you you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's like i don't own a single pair of vans so like if they thought i was a suspect it's like "Hmm, well she ain't got no vans so it's like (laughs) probably didn't do it she wasn't there thank you for your time ma'am yeah right it's just like okay so we found your car we found the sweatshirt and you have vans you know it's just like this adding on man like you just keep adding the evidence towards yourself right yeah um but i mean they found his ass in pennsylvania he hightailed it out of there and drove across the country but 
wasn't that where he was from or he went to undergrad there or something like that yeah he went to his parents house and oh yeah yeah they went to his parents house and so they needed you know they can't just like arrest someone willy-nilly that you, you know you have to get like so much evidence they staked outside of his parents house and got their trash and took dna off of someone's tra- off their trash and matched okay. it with the knife sheath Okay, I see what y'all are doing, police. Okay. Yeah. If he was testing y'all, y'all did not fail. You did not mm-hmm. let him down. That is for sure. Um, I don't know why I didn't mention this five minutes ago, but are you aware that there's also another murder documentary out there? Is it on Hulu? No, it's on HBO. HBO. Hmm. It's called no. Low Country. Okay, so I think the reason I saw it on Hulu is because we have HBO through Hulu. So, yes, I have seen that it is there and it exists. I have not watched it. Okay, because I have seen that that one is actually even better than (gasps) the Netflix Netflix one. This one's a little bit older. Um, Huh? How could it possibly be better? You, I mean, I'm super intrigued at this point. Yeah. So I, I just found this um, girl on TikTok who just posts about documentaries all day. So obviously I'm going to follow her. And she just like reviews different documentaries that she watches. And after the Netflix one came out, she was like, Netflix, Netflix, ugh, the Netflix one is meh compared to the one on HBO. Oh, okay. Because she said that that one even goes back into like their family history oh you know because there's also like another suspicious death in their family like alex grandpa died from like a train accident or something it's really suspicious i don't know randolph's daddy yes Mm. oh randolph that man was like 900 years old out here picking up children from fucking car accidents he's like have to go to the hospital after the boat accident like you got me fucked up oh my gosh i know also um i know we're going back a little bit but i read i saw an article that said that buster actually collapsed after leaving his dad's trial um and that he's like retreated to their island or something i don't know um but i mean Let's be honest, Alex's brother should be in there too. That motherfucker was sitting out there looking like he he was like, hmm, uh, I'm gonna support my brother. You are guilty too. I know you were involved. I just know it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I I didn't hear anything about Buster collapsing. Um, but I did know that he and his girlfriend are now at a condo in Hilton Head, which is in oh. South Carolina. Um, I don't I know that the Murdoch's like wanted to move there before there before the murders but anyway so buster and his girlfriend have been there and apparently this is actually really sad it kind of makes me sad so people have been stalking them of course course. um which like you know i would too i'm kind of a a i know i was like wait doesn't doesn't will grandma (laughs) she sure does (laughs) we're gonna go pay her a visit next weekend (laughs) not that big honey Um, but apparently like you know how when you close your blinds, like, sometimes there's still, like, a hole or, like, a little slit where you can see outside? Someone legit took a photo of Buster through that little hole in the blinds. Like, he had the blinds closed, and someone took a picture of him and, like, sold it somewhere on the internet. And so they've, like, had to call the police because they know that people are taking pictures yeah. or people are following them. And, like, I get it. You know, 
poor kid his life is a spectacle and he may or may not also be guilty of murder but he definitely is but um i mean even the judge said something about that like after the sentencing he was like leave these people alone please like if the media like i mean at least this is like random people likely i don't know he doesn't have as much control about that but Mm -hmm. he was literally like if i hear about the media like giving these people a hard time like i will handle it yeah yeah So I, I feel badly for him because <clears throat> obviously, I mean, he, he went to trial every single day, but obviously mm-hmm. he hasn't really been very public and yeah. I, like, and that's totally his prerogative. Like he can be as public or as private as he wants to be. And it's like, <laughs> yes, I would drive past his condo. I would totally do that and just like take a lap. Um, I, what I'm not about to do is get my <laughs> telescopic lens and point it at the hole in the blinds to and get catch a, sh- a trespassing charge. No, thanks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also like what he's in his apartment. Like, obviously you got to his apartment. What do you like? What do you expect? <laughs> I know. And it's like, what, what could he have possibly been doing? Watching TV? Oh my gosh. Oh, scandalous. Crazy. He was watching, he was watching his dad's trial on television. <laughs> I mean, so I felt kind of bad about that because, yeah, I mean, that just kind of is crossing a line to me. But, um, and also, you know, you kind of bring it, I mean, not bring it upon yourself, but like, like I said, he did go to trial every single day. Meanwhile, none of Maggie's family at all appeared in trial at all, except for her sister and her husband on the day that they were called to testify. Other than that, her parents, not there. Her siblings, not there. Um, like, they wanted nothing to do with the trial. I mean, I, I mean, I imagine, I, I, can't, I guess I should say I can't imagine how difficult it would be to sit there and watch, especially if they believe he did it and know that he's going to take the stand and talk some bullshit. Like, right. I, there's no way I could sit there and watch that and not, like, get thrown in jail for what is it called when you of justice when you're in the court and you won't shut up even though the judge told you to shut up oh i don't know called crap what is that called anyway disobeying disrupting the court is what i would be thrown in jail for because i'd be like you better shut your freaking mouth you liar um okay so that is good that you you're aware that it exists um so we can try to i i also really really want to watch it um because i just can't get enough even though like i i watch this stuff and i'm like there's no real information presented here but i'm still just like completely invested yeah 100 percent. i understand um so i mentioned that tiktoker i just want to run through like a quick little list that i have of documentaries that i want to watch that are either coming out soon or are already out um so this is from at kate reviews docs on tiktok i just found her totally recommend because she will go through a ton of documentaries and just give like a brief explanation of them and what she Mm -hmm. rates them um so the first one is i watched a trailer for this one a while ago and i'm very intrigued it's mh370 the plane that disappeared it's about the malaysian airlines flight Mm -hmm. that disappeared Okay, okay. It they just put out a documentary on Netflix about it. Okay. Um kind of creepy to think about, but I'm also very intrigued because this plane literally fell off the face of the earth and we know, we have no idea why. Has there ever been one done about Amelia Earhart? 
There has to have been. I mean, he just like triggered me with the, with the airplane disappearing off the face of the earth. I'm like, where's Amelia? What's she doing? She's just on an island somewhere. She yeah, she's living life. I'm gonna have to look I'm into sure. that here. I don't remember hearing about that, but um, that does sound interesting. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, okay. also on Netflix, they're putting out a documentary called Waco American Apocalypse um, which is about the Branch Davidians mm-hmm. did you watch the like fictional show called Waco I did not I did not it was super good it came out well I feel like I watched it right at the beginning of corona so it came out a few years ago um super good did you watch Friday Night Lights briefly okay never mind one, one of the main guys in friday night lights plays uh was it the dad da- david no coach taylor no um so yeah but this is a legit documentary about the branch davidians if you okay. know you know um <laughs> next one i'm not really i don't know i'm kind of scared of this one okay. but it's jared from subway catching a monster on discovery you plus well a hundred percent catch me watching that a hundred percent really uh, why a hundred percent jared i he was one of those people that i from the moment i saw his tall little skinny cold cut eating ass on television <laughs> i knew I knew there was something wrong with him. He was up to no good. Yes, I was like, there's something off about this individual. He should not be around people. Uh I just knew it. I always in my gut, every time I saw him, I just felt like, ugh. And so when everything came out, I was like, try to tell y'all. So I'm definitely interested in that. I want to hear all all the info. I'm surprised that it took this long, honestly, to get a documentary. I know um but apparently according to kate reviews docs on tiktok she said that it's a hard watch so i don't know if it gets pretty graphic so that's why i was kind of like yeah because i'm pretty sure wasn't he involved with children yes yeah 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 i'm sure that is um either abusing or seeing sexual assault materials things Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. um yeah Next one that I want to watch is called The Lesson is Murder. This one's on Hulu. Okay. So it is about psychological criminologist and ex-FBI special agent Dr. Brianna Fox and her class of graduate students study convicted murderers. They evaluate their personality traits and develop psychological profiles. Oh, that does sound interesting. So it's very similar to that show Mindhunter on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't watch that. Oh, it's so good it's so good um where basically they interviewed convicted murderers and Mm -hmm. tried to like like gather uh like what connected the murders like what personality traits they all had Mm -hmm. to try to like figure out future murderers you know did you watch criminal minds no oh it's the same thing basically oh there you go um because i was like sitting here like they're fbi profilers is essentially what they are so they're using that information to like actually figure out who the killer is through like traits and what type of person it would be rather than just physical evidence so i'm assuming that's probably very similar to what they were doing 
Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last one, I'm gonna guess that you are zero percent interested in this one. Um, it's actually an old watch, but um, it's called Lennox Hill on Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it is about it follows the four the lives of four doctors that work in a New York City hospital. So it's about like their lives and you know, drama at the hospital. And it basically like real life Grey's Anatomy. Um it's a few years old, but they are coming out with a spinoff later this month that's called Emergency NYC. And so it's about, I think, doctors at different hospitals in New York. Um, I love a good doctor drama. Are you are you out on Lennox Hill? You know, I loved Grey's Anatomy. I've seen every episode up until like season 15, like 700 times. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is weird to me that I don't find it interesting um but i feel like if i gave it a watch i would enjoy it so don't count me a hundred percent out but not a hundred percent in it's towards the bottom of the list yeah i gotcha i watched there was another documentary on netflix a few years ago that was about like doctors with like really specific specialties Mm -hmm. and um like for example it was this brain surgeon who he would like repair people's brains but they would be awake during it because oh, mm-hmm. would like repair you know their like auditory senses and the person mm-hmm. would have to be awake to tell them like whether or not he could they could hear yeah um so it's like stuff like that and so it was just really really fascinating to me i don't know why but you know you got to know them personally and stuff but this seems more like it's about their life and their family and like mm, personally okay. okay um but it came really highly recommended from this tiktoker so Okay. Give it a try. The lady said what she said. All right. Is there anything that is like immediately on your list that you need to watch ASAP? You know, I feel like a lot of the things that I have recently watched would recommend or things that I want to watch are not necessarily like reality. Mm -hmm. Um, The one that I can think of, though, is have you seen Perfect Match on Netflix? No, I've seen like, uh, you know, previews for it, but I haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but that is definitely one that I'm interested in because it sounds like from what I'm told, it's literally just like the rejects from all the other <laughs> love shows coming together for their last shot. Right. Oh, I love a good, I love a good desperation show. I know. I'm like, I can only imagine what these people are going to like. They're like, it didn't work out on the last show. Like, I got to make this one really count. I right. <laughs> <laughs> go all out. I gotta really stick it in this one so yes um y'all all know that I'm like a horror junkie I love thrillers and horror movies so mm-hmm. I am gonna give one recommendation even though it is not reality and I will say this one like you really have to be a fan of like the horror thriller genre uh-huh. because it's so fucking bizarre Surprise. that honestly like if you don't appreciate it, like you're you're not gonna get down with it. It's called Infinity Pool. It is on Amazon Prime, which I really hate to, you know, recommend any movie that you're gonna have to pay for, even though you pay for the service. But that's why I think Amazon Prime is stupid and Jeff yeah. Bezos can go fuck himself. But anyway, so good. It's it's like almost like even hard to describe what it's about because it's so bizarre. Really. Kristen, I think you actually would like this one. It's definitely, there are some gory parts, Mm -hmm. but like, it's really like, it's, there's like parts where you see something happening and you're like, oh my God, like, I can't believe this is happening. And then you find out it's not actually happening. 
Oh, so it's like a psychological thriller kind of deal? Yes, yes. So it's like the premise really is that there's like this group of people that always go to this random island and it's like you're essentially like in this resort and you're not allowed outside of the resort like Mm -hmm. like people are not allowed to go beyond the walls because it's like dangerous it's so dangerous or whatever um and so this couple essentially takes another couple outside of the resort and then it's kind of like all of the repercussions that occur because they went outside of the resort it's interesting okay so you said it's on uh, excuse me, it's um called Infinity Pool. Is that the name? Yes. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Okay, I can get down with that. I'll check it out. Yes. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, even though you have to pay for it. I'm sorry, girlies and guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but it'll be worth every penny. But you know, like I feel like just because we have so much content at the at the touch of our fingers, we forget that sometimes you have to like pay for good content um so it ain't no thing it'll remind me of the past of like having to you know when you could when you had to like ask your parents if you could like rent a movie off the uh, you know off the, from verizon or whatever or go to Redbox or blockbuster if you know you know yes <laughs> uh, all right cool so infinity pool everyone go check it out i i'll watch the trailer first and then i'll make a decision okay. um but Color me intrigued for sure. Okay. Um, okay. I also saw M. Night Shyamalan. He has a new movie on. Was it on Netflix? It. it I think it might be on Hulu now. Knock at the Cabin. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it, it was in theaters. And then I think it. it I feel like I saw it on streaming too. I want to say it was on Hulu. Um, mm. But that one looks crazy. Yeah, definitely going to be watching that. I was too scared to watch it in theaters just because I feel like you can just escape it so much better when you're watching at home. Um, But yeah, definitely piqued my interest, especially because every single time I saw a trailer for it, some it showed like some different scene or something so like right when I thought I understood the movie they would like show this other thing I'd be like what like but see that's why I can't watch a trailer I feel like they give too much away really yes I will I never if I can help it I don't watch a trailer before I watch a movie I don't like to do it you just be going in raw I like to try my best to yes because I'm especially like when you're watching thrillers and horrors they give away all the best scenes yeah trailer yeah that's fair that's fair or you can at least like infer you know like what happens or what the best scenes are going to be and stuff Mm -hmm. like sometimes i just be scrolling through netflix watching the previews yeah right just watching it play in the corner you're like hmm interesting on to the next on to the next and um i'm sorry to keep us gabbing but that is the point of the podcast i suppose Mm -hmm. i'm really curious Kristen, do you have a favorite movie a favorite movie i do well i have a few yeah um i always say my big fat greek wedding is up there such a good one literally comfort movie like it's like wrapping myself in a big warm blanket on a rainy day i love it so much um Mm -hmm. and legally blonde is (sighs) up there that's another good one Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. don't ask me to like think any harder than that because i'm gonna be like well like (laughs) from the last 10 years or from like are we doing each genre right yeah i yeah for real Uh, am i should i think about like you know my favorite movie is inception because it's like the craziest thing i've ever seen but you know whatever um what's your favorite movie 
You know, I, I'm, again, very much like you. I could probably figure out so many, but the first two that always come to my mind is White Chicks and Taken with Liam Neeson. <laughs> Those are, like, at the complete opposite ends of the spectrum, though, so that's cool. I know. White, oh, my God. White Chicks is definitely, like, highly held for me. It's so funny. I love it so much. But something about Taken, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's, like, I wish my dad, I could have been kidnapped so my dad could have come and rescued me or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, possibly, but I love that movie. I've seen it a bajillion times. I feel like once a week I say, and for the lady, perhaps a salad? Perhaps not. (laughs) Whereas I feel like at least once a week, I'm like, I don't know who you are, but I have a very specific (laughs) set of skills. (laughs) I will find you and I will kill you. Have you seen all of the like subsequent takens? Yeah, they're not as good, but, okay. you know, they, they were okay. Hit, like the original. No, they don't. They don't. I mean, it's hard to reproduce something like that. Yeah. I mean, good for them for being able to get, you know, three movies out of it, but nothing will compare to the first one. Right. You never forget your first. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, do you have anything else before we wrap up for this week? No, I'm sure everyone is done listening to me gab today. No, they want the extended cut. <laughs> <laughs> they have to pay for that. Uh, yeah, we should we should start up like a Patreon or something like that so our moms can subscribe and give us $3. Oh my gosh, month. and they would have no idea. I'd just be like, mom, they just put in your credit card information. They never charge you. It's fine. <laughs> Laurel subscribed for 20 years. I know. We like die and she's still subscribed. <laughs> She a real one though. She a real one. That's right. All right. Well, that is that's it. <laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> we covered a lot, but I mean, we're just really complex people. So in this complex world. Exactly. Um, so we hope you all enjoyed. Um, as always, if you could please give us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. And follow us on Instagram. We are at Gossip Girlies XO. Hit us up. We post cute and fun stuff on there because we are cute and fun ourselves. So yeah. Mm, well said. All righty. Well, thank you all for listening and we will catch up with you next week. Bye. Bye.